Is everybody ready? Can we play Pathfinder? What do you guys do? Let's go fucking do some shit. Haven't y'all learned? One person's not going to go up there alone. That's like murder hobo, like 101. Right, do you think I should stick with my same dice? It was doing me good. I think you should do whatever you want because nothing matters and heaven is empty. Let's go. Come on. Some undead have to be hot though, right? I can't with David right now. Oh <laughs> my fucking God. animal. No one asked for this and they don't deserve it. What the fuck are we talking about? Can we play Pathfinder? Let's have you roll for initiative. Oh, oh my yeah. idea. Oh learned how to hurt us now. This is a fifth edition where the rules don't matter and the GM's your mom. Let's play some Pathfinder. Escape this reality. Six of the pod called Quest. As always, I'm your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh. And I'm Stephanie. And Shane. I'm Foz. I'm Laura. Yo, it's David. <sighs> Guys, I know I said it before, but I just got it just happened today. And I just gotta say, I'm really sad that Henry Cavill's not gonna be Geralt of Rubia anymore. Wah. I'm talking that voice about this shit. I'm really sad. I like him. He's very disappointed. I know it's probably because he's going to be busy playing Superman again because he did it at the end of that really bad DC movie, but that's fine. But I want him to play the big, sexy, white-haired guy. I mean, me too. You and me both. Me too. Makes me sad, especially he got replaced by a guy that's not even very good-looking. Makes me sad. Liam Hemsworth. Oh, the lesser one. Yeah. (laughs) The lesser one. (laughs) Liam the lesser. The one, Liam, Liam the Lesser. Lesser. <laughs> Liam Lesser Hemsworth. The, the one we only like because his brother is so cool. Oh. Yeah. That's so sad. It makes me sad, but you know. Alas. Inevitably, Henry was the only good thing about that show. And so I don't even know if I'll watch it eventually, but that's fine. I'm just I wanted to say it on the pod because it made it kind of almost ruined my whole day. Like Aww. I understand that DC is probably paying him. A lot more money than Netflix. It's also he has said that like like Superman is is uh, it's not only like it's it's the thing that made him super famous. And I think from interviews I've seen, I think Henry Cavill actually cares about that character far more than he even does about with Geralt, which is a lot. Yeah, it's definitely sad. I'm just looking forward to seeing how terrible Liam Hemsworth looks in a wig, but we'll we'll find out. I hope you're like super like hot by it when you see it. All of you. I mean, I might. You never know, honestly. I wasn't honestly, super into Henry. Like, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. I wasn't super into Henry Cavill before he was Geralt. And then he put that wig on. And I was like, well, hot damn. This guy is mm-hmm. sexy. Uh, well, last time, everybody, um, we had a fun little fight, huh? You got yeah. to face off against my uh, my my magic happening. gloop. Gloop? Your magic gloop? Do you mean the yeah, I took I took y'all down. Down underneath Caglin Grout to Nickelodeon Studios. We're getting the gack on today, oh, guys. Gross. Oh, little mad daddy gack. The slime. That's okay. You gotta gotta go through a little gack before you get the huffy bike. Exactly. The huffy go, bike uh, or the 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 the, the twenty inch zenith TV. 
shit. That was with the VHS player. <laughs> VHS hooked up. Where's Mark Summers uh, when you need him right now? Yeah. Oh, I should take a beat here. I forgot to at the beginning. Uh, for any of you listeners, you probably won't be able to notice, but um, in our neighborhood uh, where we live in Southern California, um, there are often parties with like wonderful mariachi music playing. And tonight, I'm going to be honest, they're playing about 46.78 times louder than they've ever played in like the seven or more years I've lived here. So if you happen to be able to hear it this time, I know we've mentioned it before with like Disneyland fireworks and stuff. Sorry. I'm going to do my best. All right. Well, before we dive into anything else, we got a couple hero dice to hand out. I think one actually from before the break we took, which is just because of my own negligence, because I am one man. I can only do so much, but let's get these out. So thank you all, all you folks out there. It's the $10 and up patrons who get to vote on these, I think, right? Is that it? $10 yeah. and up? Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Foss. But one, the one from July, I got a hero die here. We actually have a tie, no. each getting 40% of the vote. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a tie between, I think it's just. You guys a, are a, indecisive. I, also, though, this is like kind of a, a favorite continuing to come through, but we got Elgaroth tied, yeah. tied with Isla. Ooh. <gasps> Holy what? shit. Dun, no dun, way. Done. That, that's Isla. all right. Let's, I, I, I demand a recount. <laughs> she never gets the red and blue fine too, baby. But in order to solve this, the, the only real way to solve this problem, guys, is to leave it up to the dice. Fight so right. I need each of you to please roll a d. Of course. And Let's don't do for, don't forget to add your modifier. What modifier? You mean lie? Are you uh, kidding? Your modifier. Is that how you won last time? There's no, no modifier. So yeah, why don't both of you add plus four? Shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, don't. Just give me the die roll. No. Uh, 14 on the die. I rolled a seven. <laughs> Look, Laura, if it makes you feel better, Shane will remember to use it. So it's probably better than it goes to <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course you did. I'm not gonna lie, Steph. You had me in the first half. Just 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 to pull Steph down a little bit is you do have the largest spell list, and I think you've just now realized a few of those spells exist that would have been really useful. So I'm just saying Which ones? A lot. Which ones? I'm not trying to come down on you. I'm just saying don't act like don't act like Laura forgets all the stuff. Everybody oh, forgets stuff. I always forget shit too. That wasn't specifically a call to Laura. Like it was specific. Oh, it was, but like, I'm fine. No, nowhere in that statement did I say I was any better. I just said Shane was. No, this is why Steph and I are friends because we're both the same in this way. Exactly. It works out. Anyways, thank you, patrons. That's our July hero die. So Shane will probably put that to good use. Apparently, you guys love voting for him. Um, Elgaroth did pretty good in the October one, too, which technically. There's actually 15 hours left of this uh, poll, so technically this could be wrong, but I doubt anyone's going to be coming back because um, getting more than 50% of the vote all by themselves, more than double, almost triple what the next person got below them is Salai. Wow. Oh, wow. Damn. Salai. Yay. Yay. Congrats, dude. Thank you, patrons, for taking the time and voting for those. If you want to be able to vote on these, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast and you can join at the $10 tier or higher. You get some other stuff as well, including all the uh, the afterpaths uh, that we do every single week now, which is great. Uh, we've got some really good feedback on those that they have been very fun. And I've been enjoying them as well. It's also way easier of an edit and easier for all of us to facilitate. An yeah, I love show. Them. It's great because we did them anyways. That's what we realized. We were doing this this show just with a little bit less format. So if you want to get uh, get in on that, check out the Patreon over there. Patreon.com slash podcast. 
Otherwise, guys, give out some juicy deets like yeah. how Shane gave away all of our secrets that one time. It's fine. Secrets. I love how that's how, Steph. I need you to sit behind the GM screen for once, and then you'll finally realize that that's not sharing secrets. That's Shane going, let me not murder one of my best friends by planning this insane fucking storyline I'm going to make us do and not letting him have any time to prep. Yeah, it would have been funny, though. No, I would have just said no. I said, I can't. I would have been like, do this next session. I can't do this. I have to prep this, you motherfuckers. You got to tell me this shit. Shane was being kind. Thank you, Shane. And if you want to know what that is. Got it, buddy. Become a patron. Five dollars or up. Go check out the Astrobat. Indeed. Yeah, I think it's on a couple, four, three, four episodes ago. Okay. Well, shall we finish this fight? I don't know. I think we should just leave it as is. You guys want to talk for a couple hours? Oh my god. Oh. I mean, yeah. Let's mop it up. <laughs> mop it up. <laughs> well, before we go ahead and do a little, I'll do a quick little recap of things. I need to do our usual housekeeping. So, as always, a huge shout out to Sirenscape, Larian Studios, The Game Kitchen, CD Projekt Red, and Owlcat Games for the use of their awesome sound effects and music. You can check out them in each and every episode, show notes, and at podcalledquest.com slash music. And please, go check out causecalledquest.com. You can find a bunch of causes that we like, you can learn about them, and even donate if you fucking feel like it. Yeah. There we go. One, one take, Jake. One take. Josh. Nice. That's me. One Tosh Josh. Well, one Tosh Josh. But with that last episode, you guys woke up. You cruised on down towards the forge heart. You got it all open. You went down there and you saw that there was a, it's this big underground lake, essentially. It's like a big old stone platform with what Felix so wonderfully just called a gazebo. Which was just, I love, oh, is, yeah. I love how David can just take the wind out of anything I create. No, it's cute. Uh, what's wrong with gazebos? It's, it's a gazebo not, with a flamingo no, in it. Oh, it's not. Gazebos. It's not. It's neither of those things, Steph. I see a gazebo and I see a flamingo. I think your eyes are broken. <laughs> you got. Why is everyone against me? Is that how you feel We're right now? We're not against you. Fucking it, gazebo gate. Fucking. Tell us. Tell us how you feel about that. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers keep thinking you're in Monty Python. I wish I were. I would feel very smart. Those people no, I really... want my game to be... I want to be serious! I'm very serious. But you guys came down here and you found like what looked like some weird like like gack or like gloop. Some kind slime. of slime. Yeah. Slime. On the forge heart itself, like this device. Ew. Kind of absorbing some of its power. You even noticed that there was some kind of skeletal body floating around inside the goop. Ew. And upon getting a little too close and doing some magic and stuff, that gloop coalesced and flew up into the air and you fought it. And it even absorbed a couple of you. Luckily, you guys, with some ability to get away um, and some uh, really nice concentration checks, you were able to get out of it. But this thing seems to be able to feed on spells where it forced both Salai and A at different times when they were engulfed to cast spells on the rest of you. Yeah. Very, very fun creature. I did tell folks what it was called in the Afterpath, but just the Davids were here with me. But I'm not going to tell the rest of you because all of you were sleepyheads. So you needed to leave. That's how it is. Maybe you'll find out once the fight is over, but it's a secret between me and the Davids. I was a very big sleepyhead. That's okay. David clan, gang, gang. I just... Can I I be an honorary David? Can I be an honorary David? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can I be an honorary David? This game is bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> Shane's like, why do I get that up? Are you named David? I don't think so. Um, we should probably get back in things. Everybody, is that feeling good? Maybe no. Maybe we just end it. 
I would love to get back into things. I would also. You like guys want to retreat? You just want to call it a just? You just want to call it a defeat? I would also like to say that I am very uh, nervous because my character sheet says last edit was made five days ago by Josh, which means that you checked my character sheet for something. No, Laura. Number one is anytime you anyone is editing that character sheet, all of us log in via our pod called Quest but G. I was no, no, no. five days ago. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. It will always say Josh edited it because we all access our character sheets through the same email and it's under my name. I'm not done. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't make an edit. I looked at the character sheets. I know you did. You looked at the character sheet because you were strategizing. I look at all of them all the time. Mm, you were strategizing. You know, back in the 70s, it was commonplace for the GM to always have a copy of your character sheet and be able to yeah. reference any number on your character sheet at any time they want no, because they're allowed that. to know I'm that. I'm just saying I'm nervous because you talked about how you specifically were looking at our character sheets to strategize against us. Everyone else can check too. When's the last edit say? Laura, Probably sometime like five I, years ago. I have a confession. <gasps> it was me. It was you? <laughs> I've been slowly turning, yes. I've been slowly numbering down your panache points for levels. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at your character art for a long time and <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh no <laughs> okay <Pat. laughs> alright this is getting fucking weird five days ago <laughs> yeah. was the day <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just totally unexpected. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was, oh I was my like, God. Where, is, where is this bit going? It's fine. Where is it going? Oh, okay. That's where it's oh going. Oh my God. That's fucking funny. Anyway. <laughs> she just goes out to the ocean and looks at your character art. And that's why. <laughs> but also, you're not, you have such beautiful yeah. scales. Gills. You're not that I magic. Your webbed toes. Yeah. Oh God. Anyways. Hmm. Jesus. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I don't know how we get places, and then I get to listen back to it in the recording, and I just, what a bunch of fucking morons. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Like, That's us. Right. Word. All right, let's do this. Yeah, apparently, I mean, I don't know what's going on, but apparently there's some plan for Stephanie to do something as Salai that's incredibly risky, and I am encouraging it, even though I don't know what it is. It's, it's a really stupid plan. It's not plan. a good idea. It's I kind of want to see idea. the stupid thing I was thing seriously happen. considering it for about 30 seconds the last time we recorded, and then I was like, that's so dumb. No, I encourage it, whatever it is. I, I mean, it. could it work? Yes. No. Is it a good idea to try? Absolutely not. I encourage not. it. I encourage it 100%. Not. I was the one last week who was like, oh, yeah, no, something risky, do it. And then she told me what it was, and I was like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, Stephanie. Yeah. I'm internally debating of telling you guys what the plan is because I'm absolutely not going to do it or waiting until after the fight. All right. You know what? If we finish the fight tonight, you will tell us that stupid, okay. crazy, yeah. awesome plan which you would do in the aftermath. So if you want to hear about that, okay. go join the Patreon at $5 or higher and check out the aftermath. <laughs> yeah, episode. that's smart. So, so, and so it means we got we to gotta okay. end quick enough to where Steph can stay and tell us. Okay. That's a yes. goal. That's an incentive right, for us to get through this. this. Okay. So we ended at the bottom of round three. Elgroth had just gone. We are back at the top of round three. Four. So to lay out the battlefield, we've got this. Uh, how big is it? What is it? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 40, 50, 50, about 60 foot square ish platform out in the middle of this water. We've got the four chart at the center near the walkway where you guys have came in. Isla is standing just at the end of the walkway, a little way from Percy. And on the far side, flanking essentially the forge heart. The far side from the creature and the rest of the party is Salai and A. And Elgaroth, who currently has fly on him, is currently flying up literally five feet right next to the big 
ooze, which I think is about 30 feet above Isla's head. Currently 5'10", 15, 20, 25, 30, 30 feet above Isla's head. Yeah, um, we're going to see what's going to happen here. Let's dive back into things, guys. To start round four is Percy. A is on deck. There you go. Woo! Go, Percy. Uh, I am directly below it almost. Am I 20 feet away from the creature? Uh, you will be 30 feet away because it's 30 feet in the air. Okay. Well, I learned last time that the uh, normal AC of the creature is very similar to the touch AC of the creature. Very so, similar, if not exactly the same. <laughs> right. Uh, so I am going to unleash a full attack action, but before I do so, I am going to spend a swift action uh, to use my deed, Lightning Reload. Uh, if I have one grip point, I can reload a, a single barrel of my pistol as a swift action. So um, okay. I go from four to five bullets in my pepper box. And with speed, I have a total of five shots to shoot. Hell yeah, let's go. Okay. Well, shit. You're doing, yeah, speed property from Knowledge's Power and Rapid Shot? Uh, yep. Okay. Bring it on. Down real quick. And this is my last round of Knowledge's Power. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay, that is a 28 to regular AC. Ooh. That's a hit. Okay. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. That's only... Oh, God. That's only 16 points of damage. Yuck. Yeah. Better uh, than nothing. All right. Next attack is going to be uh, Misfire. Oh, oh no. no. Natural oh, three. Oh, boy. Shit. A three is... Wow. Well, it's because uh, Knowledge's Power makes it go up by one. Okay. That yep. experimental shit. And that's all I can do. That was a second shot, right? So you can't quick clear or anything like that? Oh, boy. Sorry, dude. Hey, you hit it once, though. Right? Right? Yep. Right. right. I don't know That's... why I always get so excited for your turns, and then there's just a misfire. Every uh, uh, I... <laughs> no, Foz no. often slays things all by himself. It's all good. Sh- Shane slays. thinks he can be all braggy now because he's playing a, a damage machine barbarian. Just wait till you go back to Orin, and I make you play a character you don't like. <laughs> wait, do you actually really not like it? Kidding. Oh wait, wait, <gasps> wait! Stop! I activated the slate spider last. last you did. Um, mm-hmm. You did. Did oh. you? Yeah. What's yeah. what's the exact verbiage on such an item? I don't have the item card with me, so I gotta look it up. I got it. If commanded to do so as a free action, it perches on the muzzle of a one-handed or two-handed firearm barrel, and after the firearm is fired, travels down the barrel and cleans out the firearm. Each time the slate spider cleans a firearm, the next shot the firearm fires has no chance of misfiring. Which means that shot couldn't have misfired. Right. Yeah. Nice. So what's the what's the total to hit? Uh, it's only going to be a 18. That is a miss. Okay. So, but I don't misfire, so I can continue to fire. True. Sweet. Well, that's oh, exciting. That saved Sweet. me. Uh, next shot is a 27. 27 is a miss. Oh. oh. No. Oh, fuck. All right. Next is lower. 22. And one after that is an eight. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Oh, the, the eight. Uh, okay. uh, the special rule um, hits actually. <laughs> Even and with an eight. So I guess that doesn't Even really change an anything except for uh, me not misfiring. So yeah, you don't have to spend the move action next turn or a standard action depending on the grip point you want to use. Um, still good. Still good though. 
it also you also discover what its AC is. So because it hit on a twenty eight and it missed on a twenty seven. Yep. Um, so well, that's going to be your turn. Next up is A Isla's on deck. Ooh, ooh. All right, so A. Um, I don't think she's behind the other side of the. Correct. The thing that you hate me saying, the fucking gazebo, right? Just it has a name. What Flaming is it? gazebo. The forge heart. Oh, forge heart. The forge heart. Forge heart. It's a very beautiful gazebo. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sorry. So, anyways, uh, so I'm telling you guys, I'm going to start naming things like numbers. Uh, I don't know if I have line of sight from where I'm at. Uh, Depends on what you want to do. I want to cast a uh, an appropriate sized wall of fire around this thing. Okay. Let me do a little thing here really quick. Hold on. So I don't know. Just hold on. Um, so you want to do a wall of fire on this thing. Let me see. In a radius. Yeah, I'll give you line of sight. It's it's co- it's close, but I'll give it to you. Okay, cool. So wall of fire. An immobile blazing curtain of shimmering violet fire springs into existence. One side of the wall selected by you sends forth waves of heat, dealing 2d4 points of fire damage to creatures within 10 feet, and 1d4 points of fire damage to those past 10 feet, but within 20 feet. The wall deals damage when it appears to all creatures in the area. Yada, yada, yada. Does more damage. I get it. That's fine. How long can it be? Opaic sheet of flame up to 20 feet long per level, or a ring of fire with a radius of up to 5 feet per 2 levels. Um, either form 20 feet high. Okay, so you could do one with a radius of, what is it, uh, 20 feet? No? 25 feet? Well, it depends on the size of the creature Five feet per two levels. No, it says a ring of fire with a radius of up to uh, five feet per two levels. You could do up to 25 feet. I just want to do, I just want to encapsulate it in the 20 foot sort of... Okay. Thing, yeah. yeah. So we'll say there's a ring of fire. I'm imagining the damage would go inward, or else you're going to hurt Elgaroth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a radius. It's it's a diameter of ten feet because the thing is a ten foot square. That's what I was it's a, it's a large size yeah. creature. Okay. Cool. Um, so that is fine. So go ahead and uh, roll roll me that damage. Yeah, you can cast that. Does it have? It has spell resistance, so I have to roll against that, right? Uh, it allows spell resistance. Uh, yes, it yes. does. Okay. How far away are you, also? Yeah, you're good. The discordant field ability you guys know about de- doesn't take effect because you're too far away. So go ahead and just roll spell resistance. Okay, cool. Spell resistance. Natural 17. Hell yeah. That's massive. It's 30. Uh, yeah, that's a success. Um, you overcome it spell resistance, so go ahead and roll me that damage there. Yeah, 2d4 points of fire damage to creatures within 10 feet on that one side. So That is six points of damage. You could also put it on top of the creature to do more oh, damage. That's what I was hoping. But for, also, yeah. that's not surrounding it too. There's a pro and con there. So, no, we'll we'll start with that. It's fine. Yeah, just the six damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do that there. Remember, this is a concentration spell. If you do want to keep it up, so. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah, you have to spend. If you want to keep it up, you spend that standard action. Although it is concentration plus one round per level, which means that after you stop concentrating, it lasts for a number of rounds equal to your level, which is oh, pretty shit. good. So, yeah, just double checking. You you see that there. All right. You create this wall of flame. It now erupts around this creature, just hanging in the air, just within the grasp. Uh, you can reach out and touch it, Elgaroth, but it does not give off any more than a regular fire's heat against you, so you do not take any damage. Um, but it's, there's now this ring of fire surrounding this creature, and that's going to be that's a standard action. Do you want to move at all? Uh, let's step five feet forward. I forward? Yeah. It's my mirror image, right? 
Yeah, you had haste from like a wild magic thing. Oh, I forgot about wild magic. There we go. Oh, we got to do wild, wild magic. Wild magic. Good thing I remember that on the first spell right at yeah, the end. Serious. Um, we got to do wild magic. Wow. Good thing is they rarely ever change the actual spell. They just do extra stuff. Let's see here. Okay, 74 on this one. Give me some. Uh, this dope. is once again one random tree or animal targeted by the spell or in the spell's area is affected by Awaken. There's no animals in the area, so unfortunately nothing happens on yeah. that, but that's fine. Wild Magic's just here because it's crazy. We're getting crazy. It's um, crazy. Okay, you take a five-foot step forward. That's really interesting. Go ahead. Uh, Isla will be up, and then it's the creature's turn. Oh, God. Okay, I have a question. I don't think this will work, but just in case it does, I have to ask, you know? Mm-hmm. So, GM, I have a question. So, I don't think this is how this potion works, but just in case it does, if I... I'm currently, like, 30 feet below this creature. I do have a potion of jump. Is it going to make me jump that high, or does no. it just give me a bonus to acrobatics? Did you, I did, did read, you read it. it? But I'm like, what does it say? It gives you a bonus to acrobatics. I know, but like, will you allow me to jump 30 feet? There are literally, no, there are rules for how high you can jump. Shit. Okay. <laughs> this is why I asked. I didn't think what it is this? Work. Fifth edition? I don't know. A high jump, is, the DC is equal to four times the height. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, never mind. You want to jump 30 feet? It's a DC 120. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Anyway. <laughs> I guess I'm throwing my dagger. Part of me goes like, that rule doesn't even need to exist. Like, oh, yeah, it's four times the height. Okay, even if you're trying to jump 10 feet in the air, which is like a, a big thing for even a human being to do, right? Of course, it's like one of the hardest DCs. Like, just say you can't. <laughs> just say you can't do that. I mean, some people, like, my my acrobatics is pretty good. With a 25 or 28 acrobatics, you could you can get close yeah. if you wanted to try. I could yeah. not get close to that though. It's just, no it's just a funny roll that like the DC like starts at extremely difficult. Yeah. Which because I guess I mean, jumping high 30, is hard. Thirty feet is impossible, but yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to make sure because in case that was like possible, it'd be pretty sick. But no. <laughs> I joke about DCs that high, but that's a real thing right there. That that is an actual DC that <laughs> exists. All right, I guess I'm throwing my dagger. Here we go. You gonna throw it twice again and risk it falling into the water? Why must you hate me this way? <laughs> Ooh, realism. All right, here we go. So minus four, I think. Oh, shit. Nope. Oh, that's true. It would be a minus four because you're firing into melee and Elgroth is there. You don't have a precise well, shot. It's a good call out, Foz. Beyond the range increment, so another minus four. It is twice beyond the range increment because it's a 10 foot, uh, only a 10 foot range increment. Yeah, that would be a minus eight. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't hit it. We should. I think last time we should have kept that in, in mind too. Probably, and it probably wouldn't have been an issue. But it was a natural seven, so it definitely did not hit. So you huck it, and you can swift action call it back before it gets out of the range. That's just a standard. If you're only going to attack once, do you want to do? A- I mean, I have three attacks. Can I try again? Sure, but you have a minus eight. Nope, natural three. Let's try one more time. <laughs> oh, you can't. You can't do a third one. Because you threw that, you threw the knife a second time. Twenty percent chance oh, it goes shit, in the water. Right. No. Twenty twenty percent chance it goes in the Fuck. water. Sorry. Why would you do this to me? That's good. It's a ninety-eight. Okay, great. But it is now um, stuck in the creature again. I'm being so nice about that shit. That shit should, should be gone. No, it should be gone. Um, okay, that is going to be your turn. It is now the creature's turn. Oh shit! And because of some changes that happened at the first half of this round, the plans I had planned are still up in the air. Oh. I have more choices now. Oh. Wow. Mm. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Don't like that. 
I had more choice. I'm going to be honest, guys. Uh, it's more fun this way. Um, oh. The five foot step A took put put her in range of the creature. No. Oh, shit. Yeah, she was she was five foot out of range for me to try to engulf her before. And oh fuck! You can literally slide down that far. You're so far away from me. Dude, this motherfucker is a is flies. And a perfect. You are exactly you are exactly thirty feet away from it. I could do that, but I'm kind of tempted to stick to my guns <sighs> with what I was gonna do. Golf me, bro. Mainly because I feel like no, I'm not second guessing. I just have more options now. But I feel like I had planned some things, and I should just kind of go for what I should. What is what, I, what I'm going to do? So I think what I'm going to do is this thing is going to. It's going to have to use essentially its whole turn because the way that it, uh, this all works. So it is going to first of all move through the wall of fire because uh. this motherfucker does not feel fire at all. Um, it is oh. completely immune to fire. Um, it doesn't even phase itself. Shit. Um, and it is going to move through the fire and fantastic. Move on to Elgaroth Square. Love it, Elgaroth. You can either take an attack of opportunity or roll a reflex save. And if you roll, if you make an attack of opportunity, you instantly get engulfed. All right. Damn. This is tough. Uh, he's he's gonna take the attack of opportunity. Dang. Okay. Brave. Okay. That's what he would do. All right, man. Roll that attack. That's going to be a 40 to hit. That's a hit. Elgaroth takes three points of pathetic baby damage. And this clown, 45 points of damage. That's good. You put in a big old gash inside the goop. And uh, still looks pretty okay. And then it engulfs you. (laughs) You feel its tendrils and it's this viscous oozing material engulf around you, Elgaroth, and um, you wouldn't be aware of this, but the players are. This time, it does not open up a bubble of air around your head because this motherfucker can't cast spells and has no reason to keep you alive. It's just going to eat you. (laughs) What's your uh, constitution score? My con score? Yeah. I think it's 20, right? It's 20. Nice. Yeah, so... um, Start keeping track. Remember that you have 40 rounds before you start to suffocate. Every round counts. And then if you take a move or a standard action, it's, it's another round ticked down. So you got a lot. I don't know if you're going to run out, but we should keep track of it in case things go off the rails. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. It's a standard or full round action counts as it reduces it by one. So a move action does not, but a standard or full round action reduces it by one. Cool. So you take it of those it's an extra mark ticked. We will tick your, down the rounds at the top of your turn. It just makes it easier. Remember, when it gets to your turn, you mark one off automatically for the round. And then depending on what we do, you'll also mark it down. But you are currently engulfed and you're holding your breath. Elgroth's in there just like <clears throat> floating around. And there's a, a dwarven, a dead dwarven body in there with you too. So it's going to continue its move action. But the engulf does, this is complicated, the engulf counts as part of a standard action, and this creature has a special ability to where, as part of that standard action, it can do the, like, spell siphon from uh, the spellcasters, but it still is a standard action to engulf. So, it can't actually do much, it can just continue its move action with Elgroth inside of it. So, I won't really be able to do a whole lot. Okay, it is going to, once it grabs Elgaroth, fly on over to the opposite side of the Forge Heart, um, essentially interposing the forge heart between it and Percy and now floating above head closer to A, but kind of in between the two casters, A and Salai. Yeah, Elgroth, you are engulfed. Yeah. That's going to be its entire turn. Salai, you are up. Elgroth is on deck. Okay. Hi, my name is Salai. 
And I am going to cast Terrible Remorse. Steph, I hate to tell you that this thing does not have intelligence, so it's probably not going to work. Shit. Just putting that out there. You already cast it. Yeah, you already cast it. So it's Damn it. I forgot that. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, that's going to be pointless and embarrassing. So maybe I should just take that back. Because you did cast a spell that you found out, right? Like that it was not. I did. I just genuinely. Yeah, we figured that out last time. I just forgot. I just wanted to just get that out of the way before it hurt you. No, thank you. I appreciate that. I don't have anything I can really do right now. This this creature is really difficult. I honestly am like, I'm really fucked with the spells that I prepared. It's all mind affecting or fire spells. (laughs) I I can't do anything. Shit. Shit. There's one, but it's, I feel like it's too risky. Like, I feel like it would hurt Elgroth. Just do it. But I'm not even sure this thing isn't like it's just a blob of energy, not blob energy, right? But it's just like it's it's definitely consists of a lot of energy, too. Well, I was going to say I have bone shatter, which I don't think think it's resistance. I don't think it has bones. Yeah, that's it. Like, that's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, it needs an exoskeleton or bones, which I I don't think it has. But I don't think it has either of those. I'm going to run over to Percy. So I'm going to walk over to Percy and I'm going to do Touch of Good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to keep keep it simple. That's, I think, the most helpful thing that I can do right now. Is buff. There's something else I think I can do, but it's going to take me like a full round for me to do some research before I can, before I'm going to start pulling that trigger. Okay. Percy, you get Touch of Good. Gets you plus four on like a bunch of things. Sweet. Yeah. What specifically, Steph? It's uh, attack rolls, saving throws. Plus four, right? Um, plus four. It's across the board, isn't it? Isn't it just five? Plus four? Plus five. Oh, okay. It's a sacred bonus, uh, half your cleric level, so five. And then you get, uh, so you'll get a plus five to attack rolls, skill checks, ability checks, saving throws. Okay, so yeah, it's half your level. Okay, I thought it was just a flat plus four all the time. Cool. So you get that, keep that into account for the next turn. It'll go, that'll that'll exist until Salai's next turn. Keep that, keep that in mind, Percy, because it came out on hers. Cool. Um, that's a move and a standard. It is now Elgaroth's turn. So... Elgroth, you are technically pinned. Great. So you do have the ability to try to break free. It functions like a grapple, although this creature doesn't take on the grappled condition. It doesn't take any minuses. It doesn't have to maintain the grapple because it's not that sort of a thing. It's just essentially like it swallowed you. But you do have the ability to roll either a CMB or an escape artist check to get out of the pin, and then you can kind of do what you want. Uh, that will be a standard action. So you can go ahead and go for that if you would like to. Okay. It's really the only thing you can really do. You're pinned, so you can't even, like, make an attack and stuff like that. Let's see. I got some hero die to spend. Oh. Can I get a Can I get a boon on this roll? Yeah, I will count it as an attack. Okay. Let me pull that up real quick. I'm going to mark it off. Do you, it, uh, do you know what it's from, Shane? I know you're pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. This is an old one. Uh, it just says pity hero die. <laughs> Oh, I think I gave that to you for something. I don't remember what it was, though. It was pitiful, whatever it was. <laughs> well, go ahead and roll a d20, please. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Two. Two. So this one comes in from our friend Dan Meehan. I think that's uh, McNuggets, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. McNuggets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this one's called, You Got the Magic in You. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Magic magic. I love that shit. Yeah. This reads: Your weapon slices so okay. Well, it's going to be that your combat maneuver slices so well it touches the outer realms, gaining a random magical pro- oh, property for the next attack. Roll one d six. Um, I'll give it to your weapon. It's fine, but it won't <laughs> okay. affect your actual thing. So roll roll your uh, roll a d six there for me, man. Okay. He'll get I it on his next magic. attack whenever he uses it. Uh, five. Five. Okay. It's shock. Thanks. You get so, shocking. Well, we don't know oh, on there that, for your next attack. You get shocking, so keep that in mind just for your next attack. That's pretty sick. You got the magic in you. Thanks, McNuggets. That's pretty sick, Dan. Um, uh, Yay, Dan. Dan McMahon. You won't. Just uh, <laughs> make your hand enchanted for trying to get out. We'll leave that on your weapon there. Go ahead and roll your CMB. Unless you want to do an escape artist, but I don't no, think you want to. No, CMB's better. It's got to be pretty good for you. It is, and I rolled pretty good. Unit. So let's do some math finder. Math finder, you'll get caught up in love. Ooh, how's a 38, Sucha? This creature's CMD is a CMD of 39. No, Stop. you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> 39. It's oh, right there on the sheet. God. I have to roll CMD. a natural 19. Oh. 39. Dude. I have a plus 20. Hey, well, hey, the next the next attack doesn't mean next round, so when you eventually get out of here, your next attack gets a little D6 of uh, electricity damage, so keep Ooh. that around. So it doesn't, be so worth There's it. no time limit. Hey, it might be. <laughs> oh, man. So go ahead. Mark down one round for your, your uh, holding your breath for this round, and then mark off for the standard action to try to break out of the uh, pin condition as well. Got That's it. two. Oh, no, only 38 more fucking rounds to go, man. I think Elgroth's fine. He's gonna be okay. That's gonna be your turn. You do not take, I will say, you do not take any damage immediately from this thing. It doesn't do damage to its engulfed creatures at all. Let's just land that out there if you want to worry about that in the future. It doesn't do that. Um, but that is the bottom of round four. Back to the top of round five. Percy, you are up. You are on the opposite side of the forge heart. I almost said gazebo. You've gotten yes. into my brain, you little fucking earworm. Woo. You're on the opposite side of the forge heart as the creature. You currently do not have line of sight. Okay. Uh, Percy, as the lie comes around to touch him, he goes, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. And as she touches him, she Percy goes, oh, shit. And then you see him. He's just like loading paper cartridges into each of his barrels of the pepper box. And he takes a full round action to reload. Oh, damn it. <laughs> That's oh. his turn. Fuck. Well, shit. Cool. Yeah. Steph, you should have blessed us. <laughs> and yes, for anybody listening, the full round uh, for the six barrel pepper box is a house rule. Get over it. All right. That's going to be Percy's turn. A, you are up. Isla, you're on deck. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Holy shit, I forgot I still have haste. Uh, how many rounds do I have left? As of this turn, two more after this. Holy shit, I can run 120 fucking miles. or hundred Miles? Miles. No, you can't go 120. It doesn't double your speed. It takes your speed and adds 30 on top of it. Okay, so 90 feet. You go right. sixty feet around because of the the genie thing. The okay, yeah, yeah. It doesn't it yeah. doesn't automatically double. It doubles up to a maximum of an additional thirty. Feet. Yeah, base speed is sixty. So yeah, so it would add thirty tops. So Woo! you could go nine. Oh my god! Uh, a will go ahead and run on up beside uh, Isla. Hi. 
Okay. Um, and then um, to will negates, and I'm going to cast slow on the uh, floating globule above the You're gonna uh, cast above, slow. Yeah, and I would like to add uh, a hero die to this roll. What What do you mean? Oh, sorry. Is slow not one of the things you don't make? I don't, a, you don't uh, make an uh, you don't make an attack roll. Next fucking one. Fuck! I don't know my own spells. Yeah, here we go. Slow. Cool. You. <laughs> I mean, you could use it. You could use it on its save if you want to do that. Oh, I would like to. Yes, I'm yeah. trying to find a way to. Before you do that, there. let me double check something. Okay, you're outside of its discordant field, but please go ahead and roll for spell resistance. Natural eleven. It's a twenty-four. That surpasses it. Yeah, Ooh, just nice. barely. Oh, Holy just shit. barely. Okay. Uh, um, did you want to spend the thing against its save? I do. Okay, sure. Go ahead and roll a d12, please. We are deciding which effect you're going to use. From the old patrons. That's a one. One. This one comes from our good buddy, Tom. 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 PJ yeah. Luxos from Atlanta, Georgia. This one's called, I know you are, but what am I? Oh, no. <laughs> Whether or not the target fails at save, you demoralize your opponent, causing them to be shaken for 1d4, 1d6 rounds. Which I don't know. Shaken is a fear effect. Fear is a mind effect. Yeah, effect, right? yeah. it sucks. Yeah. Unfortunately, as an ooze, it yeah. doesn't apply in this instance. I hate this I ooze. am sorry. It is an ooze. Well, there it is. Take it from me. Give it back to me. It's mine now. I knew it was. As soon as you said it, I was like, ugh. Well, let's go ahead. Let's roll Damn it. this d20 to see what it's going to get. That is a 16 on the die for oh, a 25. Fuck. Uh, you surpass. Sorry, man. This thing isn't. You shall surpass. No, I am just. I am pr- rolling pretty well with it, to be honest. No, um, that's it's four above. Like, or no, no, for this one it would have been less. But yeah, that's a that's a high roll. Sixteen. There's a twenty-five. Yeah, twenty-five. Yeah, unfortunately, <sighs> it is not slowed. You're not slow, bro. Sorry. That is a move and a standard. Any swifties or anything you want to do? It's just a swift cock of Percy's gun into my mouth and patao. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just reloaded so it's you just in time. Here you go. I can touch a good one for the next round if you'd like. <laughs> Percy's like, don't worry, it's not that bad. <laughs> oh no. Been there. Been there for sure. Um, Alright. The A is that is your turn. Isla, you are up and then it is the Ooze's turn. Yay. Okay. Well, I am going to... Uh, wait, shit. Calling my dagger back is a swift. Swift action. Is it within... It's within 100 feet, I think. 100 yeah, feet? Yeah, okay. Let me... Yeah. I was going to move up. Let me move up 30 feet. Okay. So I'm closer. I'm going to call my dagger back as a swifty. Okay. I'm going to try to throw it again. That's literally all I can do. Okay. There ain't nothing else, friends. I'm a one-trick pony. Remember, you take... Uh, how far away? Let me see your... It's a minus your, eight. It's a minus eight again. Because you don't have precise shot firing it. Well... Is he firing into melee because he is inside I, of it? Yeah. I'll give you a minus four instead. Okay. I don't know how that works. I think it could still apply, but I'll be nice. You can just take Come a minus on. four for the ranging. Come on. Because you're 30 feet away for a 10-foot ranging. Um, that's only a 26. A 26 is a miss, and we're going to do a 20% chance that dagger is gone. 97. Great. I'm rolling really high for all those, so you're getting real lucky. It is once again stuck in Elgroth. You're in this gel floating, trying to hold your breath. You probably bump <laughs> at one point, you bump into this skeleton, and out of nowhere, you hear like a, and you watch as a knife comes and run up to your face. You're just like, yeah. out of nowhere. Oh it's like inches from your eyeball. Oh, God. 
<laughs> All right. That is the end of Isla's turn. Move action, swift action, and a standard. It is the Ooze's turn. What is it going to do this time? What is it going to do this it's time? It's going to make Ninja Turtles. Hmm. How close is everyone? Isla's within range. Cool. It's a tough call. Salai is technically within 30 feet, too. But the Forge Heart is sort of between them. It is sort of sort of up, up above. But this is what I'm going to rule it as. Because she's right next to Percy, I'm not going to say there's exactly a straight line because Percy didn't have line of sight. That's the ruling I made because he does. If you look at the models, he wouldn't be able to see from his angle. Yeah. So I don't think it would need to move an ex- a perfect diagonal line, a straight line between it and Salai for it to be a proper 30 feet. Throwing Pythagoras to the wind because fuck him, he's dead. Whoa. She, it would need to move that perfect line and it won't be able to because the four chart is there because it obviously can't have line of sight, can't have a direct line because Percy didn't have it. So it can't make it to Salai in 30 feet. And that's what I would want it to do because she casts spells. Damn. Now is it even worth it going for Isla because she's got a big old escape artist probably. Okay, this is what it's going to do. It's not going to try to engulf anyone because none of it's worth it knowing where everybody is distance-wise and your likelihood to even get engulfed. It is going to move down towards the far side from it of the Forge Heart. One single move action with Elgaroth still inside and it's going to make one attack on Salai as a standard action. Okay. 27 to hit. Yeah, that hits. I'm sorry, 26 to hit. Still hits. Okay. Okay, you are going to take 16 points of bludgeoning damage from the slam. Okay. Four points of fire damage. Okay. And eight points of acid damage. Okie dokie. Ouch. And that's going to be Archie. that's going to be its turn. It's now it's ten feet from the ground, so it's only five feet above Salai's head. It does have ten feet of reach, so it can't do that. And that's going to be its turn. And now Salai, you are up. Elgaroth, you are on deck. I will use dimensional hop. Okay. How far are we going? I'm actually going to get. I'm going to get like maybe fifteen feet diagonal away from on the opposite side of Isla. Like over here? Yes. So how many? How much is that total? That's 35 feet you'd be moving with that. Yes. All right. Mark off 35 feet for your dimensional hop. Okay. I know this is going to sound dumb, but I am going to cast Trial by Fire on this thing. Okay. Trial by Fire. You test a creature's purity of convictions by exposing it to a sheet of divine fire. It's like the opposite of Screaming Flames. It's like the not bad version of Screaming Flames. Unless the target's alignment is within one step of your deities, the spell deals 1d6 points of damage per two caster levels. Um, half the damage is fire, but the other half results directly from divine power. Okay, so it's just going to avoid half the damage automatically and is therefore not subject to being reduced by resistance. Blah, 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 blah. Additionally, if the target has an element of its alignment that is in direct opposition to... Is it your... That's worded terribly. In direct opposition to your... Yours or your deities? I'm going to assume that deities is kind of what it says. Yeah. Um, you can also attempt an intimidate check to demoralize. Okay, we don't have to worry about that, the opposite, because it can't be demoralized. It's immune to uh, mind-affecting effects. Okay, so... I don't know. It's, this is, this no, I mean, it at least can do some damage, yeah. which isn't terrible. Um, you are out of the range of its discordant field, so that's okay. Right off the bat, please roll for spell resistance. Try to penetrate that spell resistance, because it does allow it. Okie dokie. 22? 22 is insufficient. No! God damn. Shit. You're not able to overcome its spell resistance. Might be good to start investing in uh, in some spell resistance stuff for everybody that casts spells yeah. that are attacking. It could be a smart thing to be aware of, but 
That is going to be a movement for the dimensional hop and a standard action for the spell. Very interesting spell. Have we seen that one before? I feel like we've seen that one before. I've used it like once before. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it seems like a, a better, less evil choice than the last one you chose. No, it's like not as fun, though. This one's a D6 okay. per two caster levels, right? Yeah. What is the other one? A D6 per level? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's evil. Yeah. Every yeah. villain is evil. lemons. Go for it, um, baby. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. What's going to protect Salai and her friends more? I don't know, but what's protecting Salai from herself? Um, that's going to be the end <gasps> of your turn. Question. Elgaroth, bottom of round five. You are up. Round five, guys. We're here. Round five. Oh my yeah. God. Uh, so, Shane, top of your turn. Mark off one round for your breath. And you want to try to break out that pin? He's got to try. That's what you got to do. I think you need a 19 or a 20, right? I do. You're considered pin still? It's not right, here It's always. Yeah, it doesn't need... It's not literally grappling him, so it doesn't need to make checks. Oh, my God. It just maintains it. Uh, right. nope. So fucking annoying. Dang it. What was the roll? He is, he is stuck. Still stuck? Ah, uh, man. That's going to be it for you there. Make sure you mark off an additional mark on your breaths out of the 40 because you took that standard to try to break out. Top of round six. It is Percy's turn. A is on deck. Percy, you are 15 feet from the creature. Hell yeah. (laughs) Never heard Percy say that. Percy needs to renew his knowledge's power. Okay. So he's going to spend a grip point to do that. And he's going to do speed again. Oh, no. It's bad for him. Nah. He's got the (laughs) fleece spider now. Uh, And he's going to make five attacks. He's going to try. Okay. He's going to sure fucking try. Are you doing deadly aim, rapid shot? All that good stuff. Okay. What did you add for knowledge's power? Speed? Okay. So I got five attacks. Okay. Uh, First one is a 28. That is a hit. All right. That is 21 points of damage. There you go. Okay. Cacao. Hell yeah. Second attack is a twenty-five. That is a miss. Damn. Uh, third attack is lower. Oh. There you go. Uh, fourth attack is lower. Oh my god. Oh boy. And fifth attack is a twenty. So god, that's dude. a miss. Man, the. Oh man, this is. Uh, this so is a fight. It kind of, it's kind of starting to feel like the entire class of the gunslinger is based around hitting on touch AC. <laughs> you think, huh? Kind of feels like that's the entire class. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> it's kind of feeling like this fight might take us three whole episodes, y'all. No, no, It's another closet. No, <laughs> it's a closet. It's another no, closet. No, nothing no. ever hurts like that. If I can just get a fucking full round attack at this guy. I know, and you're stuck. I know, uh, I know. poor uh, could do like 120 points damage in one turn. Alright, that is going to be Percy's <laughs> turn. Do you want to make like a five foot step or anything? Nope. Okay, just want to double check. A, you are up. Isla is on deck. Do something good, A. Do something. Generally good. I do the things that are generally good. I believe in you. I have faith. I'll move far enough to get away from that stupid goddamn spell that I know that it casts. What? I will be honest, it literally can't cast spells. It's not the spell. It's it's goddamn radius of aura or whatever the fuck it is. You're far away enough from it. Am yeah, I? if you move if you move five or ten feet, you're okay. out of it. I'm just terrified of that shit. What do you want to take? You want to go back five feet? Yeah. Okay, you take a five foot step. You are now 35 feet away from it, so you're out of its discordant field. And I'm going to uh, do a metamagic feat for intensified spell. Okay. I believe, yes. And... I'm going to cast a uh, lightning bolt 
Uh. from the direction of my character at the blob. Um, sorry, El Garoth, but you know, you always, you're good at taking shit. I'll be fine. I'm sure you might take some shit, but, uh, yeah. Do it. So spell resistance. I'm yeah, sure. it's a line. Uh, yeah. Roll spell resistance to start. Okay. Please God. Oh, nope. I failed. Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck. Natural five. Uh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, that fails on the spell resistance front. Fuck. Oh, I'm reading something. Hold on. Oh, boy. So I'm just going to say this right here. I almost forgot about this. This is uh, very good for you guys. I wish you would have. It says spell resistance, SR, and then lists the number. I'm not going to tell you what it is. But then in parentheses. Oh, no. Spells with the electricity descriptor. Ignore this. Yeah. Are you serious? Okay. (laughs) It is there. And I'm going to double check what I'm pretty sure does the electricity descriptor. And it does. Um, So it does ignore that. So it is a 120 foot line. What the fuck? What technically, the fuck? This is, this is kind of. Dope. I think. Mm, I know it's a diagonal, but it looks like Percy's in there too. Uh, Just say. I'll do it as an arc, homie. You can't. It's a line. It's part of the spell. You can't do it as an arc. Then I plant it above his head. That's not how it works. It originates from a corner of your square. It doesn't you don't get to be like, oh, let me lay down, let me lay down, and then and uh, my toe will be in my square, and I'll reach out. Shit, sorry, sorry, Percy. Percy. <laughs> I just scorches his hair. That definitely is Percy. Percy will be okay. You're you're a tough lad. <laughs> he also gets a reflex save, and he he's does good get at a those. reflex yeah, save. Yeah. Only a lad. He's a tough lad. Yeah, it is going to get Percy. I'm going to have it affect Elgroth too because it's in there because he's in there and pinned. And let's go ahead. Let's roll the reflex for the ooze. That is that's pretty low. It's only an 18. That doesn't do it. Yeah. Okay, awesome. so yeah. it fails. Um, Percy and Elgroth, give me reflex saves. 26. Well, Percy passes, Elgaroth uh, fails. Okay, so Percy is going to take half, Elgaroth will take full, and the monster will take full. So, 39 points of damage. Okay, so 39 to Elgaroth. Sorry, Elgaroth. And that's going to be 19 to Percy. And this creature is also going to take a bunch of damage. Okay. You unleash this gout of lightning. It courses past Percy. He ducks out of the way. He only gets a small jolt as he hits the floor. And this slams into this creature's body. And you watch the electricity course through it. You can only assume that Elgaroth um, catches a brunt of that. Uh, But you watch as part of this creature's form shifts and moves. Some of the motes of energy around it um, become more sporadic and even dissipate for a second. But this thing is still holding itself together. So that was a movement and a standard. Any swift action you would like? We're good. Okay. Isla, you are up. You currently do not have your dagger. You have to spend a swift action to get it back. Um, I'm going to move toward the creature. Okay. And... Question, if I activate my Swordmaster's Flare, will I be able to hit it? Yes, you'll need to be, like, right below it. Okay, great. Let's do that. Okay. Swift action, activate your Swordmaster's Flare. You got the weird arms. Um, and then you move, like, 15 feet to be almost directly below it. Yeah, let's let's make a juicy attack. Okay, make a single juicy attack. I'm using a new dice because my other one sucks. 33 to hit. 33? Yes. That's a hit. Yes! All right, that is 21 points of damage. 21. And nice. that's all I can do. 
Okay. Single attack. She uses huh? swift action to um, yeah to uh, use her sword master's flare. Get that ten feet of reach. Make sure. Um, all right, you lash out at it. You poke a little. You poke a little hole inside of it. Once again, Elgaroth, you watch a blade come in towards your face and immediately get pulled out again. Sorry, Elgaroth. It's a terrifying torture device. You're inside. <laughs> Can't breathe. Surrounded by gloop and there's swords and shit flying at you. You just got electrocuted. What? A day. like there's What socks. a fucking day. He would rather that knife just go straight through his skull. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is the creature's turn. What is it going to do this time? It's got these motherfuckers standing right next to it. It's got the orc inside of it. And the casters have gotten wise. And they're out of range. Okay, this is what it's going to do. wonder how many people it can engulf. I am also wondering that. Maybe probably four. Oh, God. Four? Like one takes, takes up, player, right? takes up oh a tempo space. It's oh very possible. Oh, um, Christ. There's actually no rules for that. That's completely GM fiat. But that sounds, that's how I would rule it, Shane. Shane, for, Shane and I are of the like mind. Thank yeah. you for planting the little seed in Josh's mind, everyone. No, I actually looked that up before this combat. I looked it up months ago. I planned for this. I want to know all the rules. Sometimes I might not plan for all the combats of like, ah, I'll look up the rule on the fly. Boss fights, like final things. I'm like, I'm going to look up every fucking rule and try to remember. Yeah, it. shit. Um, You're inside of a boss, Shane. Whoa. Bro. That's a pretty rare thing in Pathfinder. Unless they can engulf or eat you. You're inside the... You're in the boss. You're You're literally in the boss fight. Okay, this thing is going to take a five-foot step, because it can do that. It's not stepping. A five-foot drift. And it can't get to any of the casters in a a single move action, because y'all have gotten smart. Whatever, dog. I'm just going to do a full attack action on Percy. That's a 36 to hit. That's a hit. That's going to be 12 points of bludgeoning damage, six points of fire damage. That's stupid. And nine points of acid damage. What? Yup. Second attack. That's a natural 19. That's almost a crit. Damn it. It's, a, it's, it's higher than the last one. Oh, my God. Yup. <sighs> Percy, please don't die. No crit so far, man. Jeez. 13 points of bludgeoning, 11 points of fire, and that's pretty low. Six points of acid. 11, 13, 6. So, 30 total. I, I, I. Okay, that's a five-foot step and a full-round attack against Percy. This thing is, it's looking a lot worse off than it was before. We'll just say that. Okay. We'll say uh, AA did a potent chunk to this thing. It is Sly's turn. Ilgaroth, you are on deck. So, Sly's going to bust out the Rod of Thunder and Lightning. Okay, move action. Pull it out. And is going to cast lightning stroke. Wait, lightning what? Lightning stroke. Once per day is a standard action, the wielder can cause a rod to shoot at a five foot what? Oh, I should probably move, huh? Is this going to hit anyone? (laughs) That's fine. Five foot wide lightning bolt. Probably hit me. It's going to hit Elgaroth, and where you're standing right now, it will also get Isla. She's going to reflect. Yeah. Uh, I'm fine. Okay. All right, well, then I'm just going to do it. Okay. Well, maybe next time after this turn, you can think about channeling. Yeah. Okay. Like, after I do this, so. I don't want to tell you what to do, but your boy's not looking so good. Wow. Oh, well, now what you're making me it? nervous. You never say that. Is it? Are you pretty low? She can murder. I'm, I could survive a, uh, at least a round or two. Okay. Are you sure? Can you survive so. 96 <laughs> points of electricity damage? 
with the mm, no. reflex <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't yeah. that pause could maybe get edited out for the way I do some automated stuff but Shane put a very a very suspicious pause between the question and answer there no I cannot survive that no. hey I will say it's only a I mean this also is for the creature but it's only a DC 16 reflex save it's listed in the in the thing. For half. But I'm taking a minus four because I'm pimp. Yeah, and he's not a No, dex. minus two. My, you're taking a minus four to your dex, technically. Minus two to the side. Oh. Well, that last one still would have failed. Yeah, it was like a 12. Yeah. You got to make that choice. Come on, just do it. Just see what happens. Just do it's it. also got a big old con. What are you going to do? Overkill him? It's and he good. has a freebie. What are you worried about? Yeah, just go for it, dude. Okay. All right, we'll do it. Okay. Isla, Elgaroth, and the creature... All roll reflex saves, please. You got it, dude. Dude. Okay, dude. 30. Isla's good. Elgaroth? Uh, I don't know how, but I, I rolled a t- 22, 24. Nice. Oh, wow. That, was that a max? No. I rolled good, though. Okay, go ahead and roll that 9d6 there, Stephanie. Okay, all right, all right, let's do this. Ugh. Disgusting <laughs> roll. Jeez, oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, I was really bad. Get, get her a puke bucket. <laughs> 29 total. 29 so total. That. So that's going to be 14 points of, yeah, 14 points of electricity damage to Isla, 14 points to Elgaroth. You said 14? Correct. That's dope. That was a letdown, guys. She swishes this thing in the air and unleashes a gout of electricity. It sort of dances across the floor. Isla's able to, like, do the splits and, like, duck out of the way. It singes a teeny bit of the ends of your hair. Elgaroth, you feel once again that you just, like, you're like, this is a hellhole. Uh, I want, I hate it here. This is the worst day of my life. This was a mistake. I wish I never met the Salai and the rest of them. I shouldn't be here. And you watch as electricity courses through this thing, and you watch as the... Electricity seems to weave its way through this thing's form until after a few moments of electricity arcing and reaching out towards part of the forge heart, you watch as this thing's entire form just explodes. What? what? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Hell's fucking yeah, dude. Let's go. Yes, 29 yes, points, yes, girl. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. All right. Okay. Full damn. For the listeners, Salai was... Uh, Steph was looking at her phone as I explained <laughs> this and didn't I even know what up. fucking happened. I just wrote Oh, up my God. Time. She looked up and she was just like, oh wait, my what? God. <laughs> she was like, wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Not only does electricity descriptor spells ignore its spell resistance, it's vulnerable to electricity. <laughs> So it did almost 60 points of damage and it had 20 hit points left and half of 14 is seven. That's 21 points of damage. It goes into the negative and it dissipates. This irradiated magical goop just throws itself outward in a gout and explosion. The rest of it slothing to the ground. Isla and Percy get covered in this stuff and Elgaroth (laughs) falls 10 feet doesn't matter. He's got DR. It doesn't hurt him at all, but he falls flat and is covered in this gloop. Sly's going to run over to Elgaroth as he's covered in all this ooze. Oh, yeah. He's he's already dead. Stop it. Shut he's up. already dead. No. no. He's already dead. Shane, don't say anything. Did Shane, you know Shane, that, Shane? No. Shane, Shane, don't say anything. Did you know? Oh, he's giving me a thumbs up. He's, he's great. Okay. Yeah, he's already Why dead. are you allowed to die? <laughs> no. 
Elgroth <laughs> <laughs> wakes up. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna channel energy. Josh loves to play Elgroth. I love head. orcs. Are orcs are like always you, doing his voice? It's a funny. big old orc is just fun to play. I get why you enjoy it. It is very fun. Yep. Right, I'm gonna channel energy. Thirty points for everybody. No way. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think I'm back to full. Oh, you know what I'm realizing, guys. For the rod and the lightning bolt from A, I didn't roll wild magic. Oh, Ooh. fuck. We did talk about this. Yeah. So fuck. before you heal anything, before that, let me Wait, just double check nothing weird happens. Okay. You can't go back just to make sure. Magic. No, he I'm did not. mention it. What? Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What did you say? <laughs> He's already dead. Wild, no, first wild of all, magic wild magic happens because of the forge heart. You already know that. Oh, yeah. oh, and number oh. two, I can go back however much I want. Here's for the lightning bolt. That's an 87. Okay. Uh, the caster gains 2d6 temporary hit points that last one hour and don't stack with any other temporary. So, uh, gain, um, just, just throw, uh, throw some temporary hit points on top of your regular hit points. Gain, uh, 11, 11 temporary hit points. Yo. Yo. Me or her? You. Oh, she no, asked for the lightning bolt first. Oh, fuck, I thought it was for, sli- oh, okay, all right. All right, let's go ahead and roll the wild magic for the rod as well. That's a 28. Oh, no. Oh no no no! This Are is you very kidding me? this is very different. What? And I think we might have to. I'm sorry that this is. Are listeners, you serious right now? You're, I'm sorry. There's been so many weird things happening. Oh no! Like with episode 73 and me forgetting there was a that ending was hilarious. It was. It came out good in the end. But 28, the caster is affected as if targeted by the spell. So what? no one else gets hit by that ray from the rod. Just you. Uh, this is dumb. No, okay. this is wild magic, baby. It already died. It's dead. We did. We killed it's it. It's supposed to be there. This is the part of wild magic, and that's what came up. We gotta roll with it. No. We gotta yeah, roll with it, guys. It we gotta roll it with sucks, it. So what does this mean? So the wild I ma- get hit instead of everyone else. The wild magic is it's it says so. 20 on the wild magic rules, which was established before. The caster is affected as if targeted by the spell. This is what makes... This is what I'm going to say. This is what makes our podcast different than other ones. I am willing, just like at a regular table, to go back and redo these kinds of things because it's true to the things we set up, and it's more interesting. Doesn't mean you guys are going to die, but this is what's supposed to happen based off what happened. We are going to die. You already know it doesn't have a lot of hit points. Why are you complaining? No, it's fine. Okay, okay. This is what makes us different. So we need to take away those 30 points of health we just got back, right? Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. So Uh-oh. this is how we're going to do it. We're going to try to do this. I'm going to try to do this just really quickly just to see where you guys end up at, at the end of this. Because it is like, I totally told you it has like 20 hit points. Yeah. So it doesn't take a lot. Won't take a lot to kill it. Between when you cast that, every single other person gets to go because you are after the creature. Elgaroth obviously is unlikely. Shane, I'm not going to go into combat rounds in this exact way. Shane, just roll a d20. Tell me if you get a 19 or a 20. Yeah, duh. Nope. He does not. So he is still pinned inside the creature. Mm -hmm. Now, you have extra information, which I'm fine. I can't take that away now. We can't go literally back in time. Percy is the next one at the top of round seven. It is possible that Percy could do enough damage in order to kill this thing. He doesn't have that great of a track record currently for this fight. (laughs) doing that, but it's definitely possible. He's trying his best. He is trying his best, but it is definitely possible. So, the other thing about this, I will ask, A, do you have the ability to cast another lightning bolt? Like, at least four. So, that's <laughs> fine. Um, so, you would be able to kill it 
pretty damn easily because it does 1.5 and you are after Percy. So even if Percy couldn't kill the thing, A, you basically automatically kill it because even if it passes its reflex save, which is it's kind of 50-50 whether it passes, you're going to do a, a large amount for a minimum and then it's 1.5 times because it's weak. So it's going to do that much and Percy will likely hit once. So it's going to die. That's fine. And even so, it's possible that Elgaroth could take like another hit, which he already did. So all I want to do, the real thing here that matters is how much damage is done to Salai. So roll a reflex save to start, Steph. Remember, you do not have the 30 points you just healed. Uh, 26. Oh, okay, nice. that is a pass. So roll the 96 and let me know how much it is. Ooh. I can't use the same roll? Why, do I, why would I roll again? Do you actually precisely remember the exact number? It was 14 was half. Yeah, that could be... That, hmm. 29. Yeah, 29. It was 29. <laughs> I that. Yeah. It was 29? Yeah. It was definitely 29. Because I remember okay. even just when I rolled this... When I go... Okay, I, I'm going to trust you guys on it. I can't go back after this, but if I go through the edit and I find out it's wrong... No, that's not, You're not going to find out it's wrong. Okay, you take 14 points of electricity damage as the spell... <laughs> the end of this... You watch as the electricity jumps forward and then immediately takes a U-turn and just strikes you in the chest. Oh. Dumb. Are you still above zero? Okay. So Percy and then A, I mean, Elgroth already know, wouldn't get out. But Percy and A would go next. There's no, and then Isla's after that. There's no way that collectively two of our biggest hitters and our big arcane caster couldn't do 20 points of damage, especially with you having lightning bolts like their fucking hot pockets. So it does still die. Same thing. I just had to know because you never know with you. Yeah. How many hit points did you have before that? I had, uh, <laughs> Shit, hang on one second. I had quite a bit. I, I'm left with 30, so I'm not... I oh, she's not fine. Wait, 30 is not a, You got hit yeah. a couple times this combat, and you haven't really healed much in the last Yeah, I had 28 damage before, then I added 14 to that, so now it's 42 total damage. I have 72 total hit points. I was at full, and now it's 30. Oof. She's fine. Oof. Wait, how do you have 72 hit points? I don't know, man. That's what I... Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. You had no. 53, like, well, two yeah. sessions oh. ago. No, because of all the uh, strength and constitution drain. I cleaned that all up. Now I'm fine. Oh, for real? Wait, we looked at that. You, no, can, yeah, look I, my, you can look at my sheet if you want. I believe yeah, no, I'm, I believe I'm going off the math of the sheet, but I had constitution drain, which put me at like 60 something. And then I, we took care of that at the beginning of last session. And now I- How did you have a maximum of like 53 hit points? From drain? No. I mean, maybe at one point with Drain, but I think I was at 60-something. What would that put me at? Yeah, 61, and with one point of Drain. Okay. Okay. After all that, <laughs> once again, this is why we do things like this. We are that podcast. We're actually at the table figuring this out. But yes, it also leads to a wonderfully hilarious moment where uh, Salai zaps herself. But with that out the way, you are all left standing here. Salai runs over. <laughs> a little singed. It's just a little scorched. Just, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. A, you saw the whole thing. And Salai comes over. Everybody gets 30 hit points back. And you Yay. are all left here after these insane shenanigans. Jesus Christ. What, what a time. A, how anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> That's Pathfinder, though, sometimes, guys. Yay. Yeah. Isla is going to run up to Elgaroth as he's lying there in covered in goo. Elgaroth, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Oh, my it God. Tickled. I thought you were a goner. No, I was just taking a break. <sighs> Shit. Is everyone okay? Not really. Let me help out. I guess I'll do another channel energy. 
It was 19. All right, so you all get healed at 19 hit points. From Salai's channel. You guys are left here inside the Forge Heart. The constant onslaught of the low thrumming of this radioactive power source is constant. The red light waxing and waning constantly. And like you're like I've said before, it's like you're in a giant red room, like a developing room for, you know, physical photographs. And you guys are left here. The the imminent the constant heat pushing against you as well. Do does Percy see the bones uh dropped from the inside of this goopy creature? Uh roll a perception check. Skeletal remains. The dwarf. Yeah, roll a perception check. Twenty two. Wow. Are, is Percy okay? Uh, natural two. <laughs> My God. Yeah, you see it must have fallen out of the creature's form upon its destruction, but you can see this crumpled set of bones, the skeleton that was seemingly pushed out of this creature's body, and it's now resting up against part of the uh, the the bottom ring, like the stone base of the forge heart, kind of crumpled in on itself. Uh, you walk over and uh, you can see it's it's quite clearly a dwarf. It's a dwarven stature. You can see it has the, the, the faded, decayed remnants of some kind of long coat. There's some vague little bit of, of facial hair left on it, but it's like mostly all kind of like worn away. It seems like the the actual flesh of this creature has just has just basically rotted away into essentially nothing over the three centuries likely that it's been down here. Um, is there a heel check I can roll or, uh, or... What are you looking to discover about it? I'm just trying to figure out more about the body itself. Uh, yeah, you can roll a heel check if you want to. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> okay. It's not going to be great. That's a 13. 13, yeah. I mean, it's really hard to tell. There's not much of the body left. It's pretty much all bones and some vague remnants of clothing, and even those have decayed and mostly fallen apart. Yeah, you're not really able to tell much about it. Guys, I think this is Zoran. I think he gave his life to protect the rest of the dwarves here. The only thing we can do is attempt to lower this foretop into the water. I think that will um, protect everyone else in the area from being affected by it. Everybody help me grab one of these chains. And Percy will run to one of the chains on the outside of the uh, four charts uh, encapsulation. Sly's gonna run over and grab one of the chains and just kind of look to Percy waiting for a cue. Yeah, Isla will start to help as well. Able to. Elgrath's just gonna watch. She'll look (laughs) at uh, she'll look at Percy and be like, nah, why do you think that something so brainless would take down the Makine. I'm confused, Percy. I'm confused as well. I don't know what's happening here, but all I know is we need to get rid of the radiation for the dwarves. Uh, whatever latched on to this energy is gone now, and we can now make things safe, hopefully. Come on. Yeah, what are you looking to do, Percy? Uh, he's looking to... Um, release the chains or to uh, use the chains to lower it into the ground? Yeah, I mean... into the water, I should say. Yeah, so the chains are like part of the mechanism, so if you go to pull on them in any direction, they, they don't move. Okay. 
They are like slightly free floating in the sense that you could like pull them off of the surface a little bit. But if you try to like yank down on them, it seems like whatever mechanism is here, it's it it's not meant to be operated in this manner. Can I roll a perception to see what might uh, activate them or uh, 23 perception? Okay, 23 perception. So you scan around the mechanisms around the forge heart. And honestly, as you guys are standing this close within you know, a few feet of the center, you can feel almost like what what seems like a physical force, like almost pushing on your bodies as this thing just constantly spiraling and spinning, feeding upwards and downwards from the dome down into the floor of this device. And it seems like, you know, you wouldn't be able to physically, you'd have to really try to move towards it because the force, the energy of this thing is pushing you away and the heat is immense. It's not enough to burn you if you stay on the outside edge, but it is nearly intolerable. And it is uh, very uncomfortable to be here. Thank God for delay poison, because y'all just be fucking dying right now. Shit. If it wasn't the case. But, Percy, you see on the side of the forge heart that is facing the walkway you guys came over here on, you can see what looks like an open mechanism. And there's currently a Gearsmith Master Tool standing upright in the mechanism. There are various cogs and other dials in this small panel or box sort of in the floor in front of the forge heart. Percy will walk over to it. Does it look like the correct key is within the slot for this mechanism? Um, you're not entirely sure. Um, the It looks like the, the, the gearsmith tool is in one of the slots and it hasn't moved. Okay. Uh, Percy's going to place his glove on the mechanism and just know how to work it once oh, ready. Yeah. Oh yeah, how's that described? Speci- what are engineer's gloves? Engineer's work gloves? Yeah, once ready, the wearer may touch a device and, and instantly analyze it, learning its purpose and gener- general method of operation as well as diagnosing any acute malfunctions of the device but not its magical powers or additional non-mechanical effects. Sure, so you understand this. this is generating some kind of power. That's the most you can get because there are more magical effects here. Um, you can understand that the dome, essentially the ball, because it is round on the bottom as well, with, even with all the mechanisms and piping and stuff on the bottom, you can tell this is meant to lower essentially into the floor as far as you'd only be able to see the top half of the circle. So the dome would be flush with the floor and there'd be the four pillars sticking out around it. Correct. You know that it's done this way to help cool the mechanism. That's what the underground lake is used for as a constant cooling mechanism. It makes sense why there's such a hard water smell in here. There's, uh, It's definitely not water you'd want to swim in that's used in this way. But from what you can tell, it looks like you can use this master tool in the way that it's already here to deactivate it and to basically return the forge heart to its not inert state, but not its open state. But this is a mechanism used to power a majority of the devices and things inside Cacklin Bread. Oh, interesting. Would I know if the... Like, for instance, I'm wondering if, like, a specific uh, gate is open or something like that, would I be able to close that gate within within Cacklin Bread? Like, the, the dwarves... Um, the opening to the dwarves uh, abode. You wouldn't, this is the thing, as you understand this mechanism, I don't think you'd understand 
all the other various, probably, you know, many, the multitude of mechanisms throughout Kaglingrad, you know that this is a, the device that's powering it. And so it's possible that some devices that have been rendered inert by it being open and not in a powering state, they might activate themselves. But you don't know if it's hooked up to anything specific. You don't know what things specifically it's it's powering. Yeah, plus they, they have a, a heart spark, so... Correct. That would hopefully uh, power it independently. Yeah, it seems like some certain devices, maybe depending on the way they're designed, maybe they're meant to have a backup in case the four chart isn't, you know, at full power or whatever, or just um, they're designed, they were designed separately from it, um, seem to have their own unique power. Okay. Well, Percy's going to look around at everyone and say, all right, back up, back all the way up. I'm going to activate this this dwarven tool here and this should lower everything into the water and this should solve everything hopefully sounds too good to be true but we'll see back all the way up all the way back to the to the side there we all back up yeah he's like beckoning to uh, uh, at the end of the walkway and percy will uh activate the dwarven tool okay you kneel down you grab this master tool, which is worn and pitted. It's been down here for as far as you can tell for a couple centuries. And you reach down and turn it. And you hear a really satisfying, smooth actuation as it... You hear this boom kind of echo out, seemingly seemingly like it came from under the lake. And as you were all looking in the dim red light, you can see a slight wave move away from the platform. And you watch as some bubbles all bubble up around the edges of the entire platform. And then you watch in a sudden manner, gouts of steam shoot out of the mouths of these dwarven faces that are holding the chains. And you watch as the steam emits. It shoots away from you, Percy, because you're standing between two of the pillars. Um, you watch as slowly this ball at the top begins to rotate and it goes one quarter circle until and you watch as the energy within is still lashing out and you watch as the orb now begins to slowly sink downwards the steam still spewing out all the way until this thing fully locks into place. You can only see the top half of this dome and the whirring of the energy, the constant red light suddenly shuts off. The steam no longer emitting from the mouths of this device. And you guys are left in the dark. Oh my god. Percy has his iron torch activated, so... Okay, all of you can see this little um, elliptoid um, little gem rotating around Percy. There is no more heat... There was no more energy. There was no more light emitting from the forge heart. Guys, I think it worked. I think you're right. We'll need to know an hour. Feel like shit, yes? Yeah, how do we feel? Like, do we feel any more radiation? You don't really feel radiation like that, so you don't know. You don't know. You also have delay poison, so you can't be affected by it for another hour. Percy comes sprinting over. How do we know for sure if it worked? Uh, Ah. I know it worked. Look, it's inert. We did it. It's impossibly quiet down here now. When before it was like a constant, imagine just like the the, the volume of a club just constantly in your guys' ears and it is just silent down here now. 
It's over. Isla. Yeah. Make sure you get your dagger back. Oh, good call. <laughs> she reaches her hand out and calls the dagger back. Thanks, Percy. Just making sure. Well, what now? Let's go. Celebrate, I hope. Elgaroth, you feeling all right? Yeah, I think I just need a drink. Or maybe a sandwich. Oh, both of those sound amazing. I feel like Same. we deserve both of those. Agreed. Mushroom sandwich and mushroom beer. Here we come. <laughs> can you guys can you guys still hear your teeth? No, no. I I think I think what Percy did stopped that. Okay, I can't either. And we make our way back to the dwarves. As Percy is making his way out, he stops and remembers the whole reason he was here. Oh yeah, the whole reason you guys came here? <laughs> and he wants to search Soren's pockets, his bony pockets. His bony pockets. <laughs> uh, but he wants to look for the cube that Zillion mentioned to him. Yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. Like. 32. 32. Yeah, you rummage around in the, the skeleton you can only assume is the father of your buddy which is just a thing you you never thought you'd have to do. Oh. And rummaging through some of the clothing, some of it just falls apart. Like, it just disintegrates. It's brittle. It's like, imagine it's like clothing that's like hyper-starched, but then make it brittle. Ooh. And it just falls apart. Except for what looks like one area, a specific pocket on the inside of the coat that is completely unmarred by the aging of time. Oh. Percy reaches his hand into what he now knows could be a pocket dimension. You reach your hand in and where you would normally, you know, feel the bottom of a pocket or objects inside, you insert your entire forearm into it. Very strange. Catches you off guard. You guys watch Uh Percy's forearm disappears into the pocket of this nearly destroyed, decrepit jacket. He thinks about the cube. As you have your hand inside thinking about the vague description Zillion gave to you, you feel something solid in your hand. It's about three inches across. It's got some edges on it, different little facets to it, but it kind of feels like a cube. As soon as he feels it in his grasp, he wrenches it out of the pocket. So you think about this thing, you feel it in your hand, and you pull it from the pocket. And sitting in your hand is this. Oh my god! What? what? Whoa! It's a real thing! That? It's a real prop! It's an actual prop. And I wish Foz could be here to hold it in his hand. I was gonna, I, I thought to myself, I was gonna toss it to you. Oh, like it's this. Shit. Next time. That's so cool. Just so everyone knows, because Foz is having a baby, he's being in remote for a few weeks. Um, because little oh, baby Foz Meyer. Um, yeah, let me hold up the camera real quick. Oh, that's sick. That's it's so cool. so cool. I actually made a couple of them. That's fucking wild. We'll put pictures on the Discord. Um, next time we're all here. Very fun. Actual prop. It's like the size of a fist. But you pull this cube out. Let me give you a little description of exactly what it looks like. So, sitting in your hand is a finely made and multifaceted golden cube of dwarvish make. The varying gold faces slide and move at specific angles, changing the runic symbols as they move, yet always reconnecting and forming the device back into a cube. 
some movements, causing other pieces to shift momentarily on their own. You guys should feel lucky because originally I was going to make this an actual puzzle. You had to get these things lined up properly in order to get things out of it, but (laughs) that's not what it was. That was over a year ago I thought about doing that. Percy, something you also noticed with your search in an adjacent pocket to the extra dimensional space you pulled this cube out of, you saw what looked like a folded piece of parchment (gasps) sticking out of a well-worn pocket. Percy will grab that and quickly unfold it. So you unfold that piece of paper. Oh my god, it's real! (laughs) But you're not here to look at it. It's okay, you can see it on the camera. And you unfold it, and I will say, this is even a cooler thing, guys, because I made, designed, and planned for this before there was a podcast. Wow, Probably, Probably in the first year and a half we were playing this campaign, and it's been sitting in a book. No. I put it into a book and just had it sitting there for like four or five years. What? That's fucking gnarly. I want to show it to Foz and Shane first because I want... Really, I wish I could just show it to Foz, but that's fine. Shane, yeah, you get extras because wow. you're remote. But he's always <laughs> the one who's holding it. <laughs> oh my god. That's fucking sick. What the fuck is that shit? I want it. <laughs> oh my god. You unfold this piece of parchment. And you see it's covered in runes and schematics. What? The schematics seem to you to be plans for building some kind of very special firearm. (gasps) Oh my god. Oh my god. Hell yeah. And if you read what it says, it looks like there's a whole entire build plan laid out on this. At the top, you can see... In Dwarvish, but we'll just say it in English for everyone's sake. You can see this says Revision 4. What? The Dwarvish word, the name for this, is Thrunsvar Kazad. What? Which literally translates to Dwarven Thunder Wand. What? Uh, okay. God. Go on. <laughs> Tell us more. Continue. Says design and patent belonging to Zoran Mekine. It says, three-shot, hands-free, revolving chamber. High-powered, dwarven-forged metal cartridges, though regular metal cartridges work as well. Chamber break for easy reload. And it lists out some things you're going to need to build it. Oh, shit. It's going to be... I'm not going to list it fully out to you. Um, I'll give that to you... Uh, Afterwards, but it's everywhere from dwarven mithril ingots. You need dwarven orichalcum. You need dark wood. You need drakewood coal for the smelting. Dwarven gear and cog system. And it specifically labels you're going to need one hell of a forge. Dang. But it does seem to be the schematics for some kind of one of a kind weapon. Oh my God. That's so cool. One of a kind weapons. Uh, okay. You go to hell. Percy, as you're standing there, you know, reading this, possibly fiddling with the cube in your hand, some of the facets sliding around in your hands, you're kind of playing with it absentmindedly, like a little dwarven fidget spinner. And as you're doing so and reading this schematic, you feel a very particular click 
on the cube. And all of you see as this happens, you hear the click. It echoes out across this very wide chamber. It's this very audible actuation. And instantly, emitting from the cube is a shimmering cone of white light. (gasps) And at its center is a matrix of shining points that begin to form an image. What? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You see a dwarvish man. (gasps) What? A message? Clad in long clad in a long, wool-collared cloak and leather tool belt, seemingly leaning over the edge of a flat desk towards you. His well-tailored beard outmatched only by his substantial swooping mustache. Uh, Percy pulls out his iPhone iPhone 14 and starts to you. Uh, the radiation, man. It, <laughs> it, it, it fried the, it. The, it fried uh, the processor. Nah. Sorry, go ahead. This visage of this dwarven man made of light begins to speak. I have no idea who's going to say this. And at this point, all of this might just be in vain. But whoever you are that's watching, my name is Zorin Mikhine, head commissar of the Gearworks Collective here in Kaglamgrad and a representative of the Freeholders. And over the last month, our country has been sieged and occupied by the Ardish army, I do not predict we will be able to thwart this attack, and it is likely our people will not survive the week. The device that you hold is a project my family has dedicated generations to creating. And if those of you watching have a shred of decency or even a modicum of respect for my people, you will guarantee its delivery to my son, Zillian McKine. What you hold is a dwarven lexahedron, and it contains within it the entirety of my people's history, culture, as well as countless personal testimonies from generations of Luzdanian dwarfs. This is the memory of my people, and it belongs in the hands of someone who can keep it safe and put its secrets to use. After all has happened, its importance is greater than ever. You watch, there's a long pause. His eyes kind of go down and looks back up, sort of in your general direction. Zillion, if it's you who's found the cube, no matter how distant I was, no matter how much my work distracted me, you and your mother were always on my mind. This device is our family's legacy. And now, with you, it's our entire people's future. I love you, my boy. And we'll see you in episode 77. Ah! Oh, that was oh my cute. I am gonna cry. I'm gonna cry I'm too. Dead.
we should sell it, right? Like that's we all. <laughs> probably, let's be honest. It is literally probably the most priceless object imaginable. Hey, hey Bjorg, how much? How much you can get for this? 